brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. It is time once again for us to return to our study of the most important papal encyclical of the 20th century, Bashendi Dominici Gregis, written by Pope St. Pius X in the first decade of the 20th century. It is his encyclical lambasting and correcting the errors of the modernists, warning the church against the errors of the modernists. Modernism is the synthesis of all heresies, hence why I've been also focusing to some degree on documents and books written by doctors of the church centuries ago, teaching about different heresies that have propped up time and time again. Within modernism is some element of those heresies. Again, the synthesis of all heresies. We can, as a shorthand, call it uh, the instrument for Protestantizing the church, but that doesn't really do it justice. Modernism is built on, on the essential element of a form of relativism called vital imminence. Imminence essentially means this welling up of the religious sentiment within the person. Dogma is understood in that sense. Theology is understood in that sense. The validity of scripture and the value scripture has is understood in this relativistic sense. Pope St. Pius X does a wonderful job of explaining it here. It's a little dense, this, doc, this papal encyclical, which is why I've been breaking it down into just short videos of once or twice a month for the last several months and will through probably at least the summer of 2024 because it's a long document and it needs to be understood by people. But so we do a short examination of it here. So here's what he has to say, that saintly Pope, on the modernists and their treatment of scripture, theology, and dogma, and what it means for the church. Dogma and the sacraments, according to the modernists. Thus far we have spoken of the origin and nature of faith. But as faith has many shoots, and chief among them the church, dogma, worship, the books which we call sacred, of these also we must know what is taught by the modernists. To begin with dogma, we have already indicated its origin and nature. Dogma is born of the species of impulse or necessity by virtue of which the believer is constrained to elaborate as a religious thought so as to render it clear for himself and others. This elaboration consists entirely in the process of penetrating and refining the primitive formula not indeed in itself and according to logical development, but as required by circumstances, or vitally, as the modernists more abstrusely put it. Hence it happens that around the primitive formula, secondary formulas gradually continue to be formed, and these subsequently grouped into bodies of doctrine, or into doctrinal constructions as they prefer to call them, and further sanctioned by the public magisterium as responding to the common consciousness, are called dogma. Dogma is to be carefully distinguished from the speculations of theologians, which, although not alive with the life of dogma, are not without their utility as serving to harmonize religion with science and remove opposition between the two, in such a way as to throw light from without on religion. And it may be even to prepare the matter for future dogma. Concerning worship, there would not be much to be said, were it not that under this head are compromised the sacraments, concerning which the modernists fall into the gravest of errors. For them, the sacraments are the resultant of a double need. For, as we have seen, everything in their system is explained by inner impulses or necessities. In the present case, the first need is that of giving some sensible manifestation to religion. The second is that of propagating it, which 
could not be done without some sensible form in consecrating acts. And these are called sacraments. But for the modernists, the sacraments are more symbols or signs. Though not devoid of a certain efficacy, an efficacy they tell us, like that of certain phrases vulgarly described as having, quote, caught on, inasmuch as they have become the vehicle for the diffusion of certain great ideas which strike the public mind. What the phrases are to the ideas, that the sacraments are to the religious sentiment, that and nothing more. The modernists would be speaking more clearly were they to affirm that the sacraments are instituted solely to foster the faith. But this is condemned by the Council of Trent. If anyone say that these sacraments are instituted solely to foster the faith, let him be anathema. The Holy Scriptures We have already touched upon the nature and origin of the sacred books. According to the principle of the modernists, they may be rightly described as a collection of experiences, not indeed of the kind that may come to anybody, but those extraordinary and striking ones which have happened in any religion. And this is precisely what they teach about our books of the Old and New Testament. But to suit their own theories, they, they note with remarkable ingenuity that, although experience is something belonging to the present, still it may derive its material from the past and the future alike, inasmuch as the believer by memory lives the past over again after the manner of the present, and lives the future already by anticipation. This explains how it is that the historical and apocalyptical books are included among the sacred writings. God does indeed speak in these books through the medium of the believer, but only according to modernistic theology by vital imminence and permanence. Do we inquire concerning inspiration? Inspiration, they reply, is distinguished only by its vehemence from the impulse which stimulates the believer to reveal the faith that is in him by words or writing. It is something like what happens in poetical inspiration, of which it has been said, There is God in us, and when he stirreth, he sets us afire. And it is precisely in this sense that God is said to be the origin of the inspiration of the sacred books. The modernists affirm, too, that there is nothing in these books which is not inspired. In this respect, some might be disposed to consider them as more orthodox than certain other moderns who somewhat restrict inspiration, as, for instance, in what have been put forward as tacit citations. But it is all mere juggling of words, for if we take the Bible according to the tenets of agnosticism to be human work made by men for men, but allowing the theologians to proclaim that it is divine by eminence, what room is there left in it for inspiration? General inspiration in the modernist sense it is easy to find, but of inspiration in the Catholic sense there is not a trace. And our major takeaway from that is that scripture, theology, and dogma in general are all reduced to what they do for our own personal lived experience. What they do for us internally. Do they incite the religious sentiment? Do they, do they incite the religious fervor in ourselves? That is what the modernist believes of dogma. That is what the modernist believes of theology. And that is what the modernist believes of scripture. Note that there is no mention there of scripture being inerrant of being a hard and fast guide, sure to guide us to salvation, to sure knowledge of our Lord. What say you? Are you surprised by this, that the modernists reduce it all to a form of relativism? Say what you want about Benedict XVI, but the one thing he was very good on, unequivocally, even his detractors should be able to admit that he was unequivocally good on this, was his destruction of relativism in general, in all its forms. Imminence is just the internal sentiment. 
it's a form of relativism. It's central to modernism. And it is core to everything they do to the church. Note fiducia supplicants and how the African bishops were given a pass because of cultural reasons down there. Not because of the truth of the faith. Remember, that document allows for the for the difference between what the church professes to believe and teaches to be true and the practice. The practice can conflict with that. It's a form of relativism because the experience of the believer who comes for their blessing is more important than the truths of the faith, according to the modernists. We've seen this over and over again in practice. So are you surprised by this? Are you surprised by how blunt Pope St. Pius X is here? Yes, the document is very dense. That's why we're doing this in small 10-minute chunks a couple of times a month over the course of the probably the rest of this year. The document is one of the most important papal encyclicals ever written, certainly the, prob the most important one of the 20th century. And here we have him explaining everything that has happened to us as a church. I'm curious what you have to say about this, though, so let me know in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't, it does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.